Hi and welcome everyone to the first episode of CRM Rocks. This is Marcus Allanson and I will be your host on this podcast series. Since this is the first episode of CRM Rocks, I would like to encourage you to go to crmrocks.com and leave a comment with your thoughts of this first episode. Well, enough about me and on to my guest. He's a co-founder of CRM Forum. .se, a Swedish forum for dynamic CRM. He is the CEO and chief architect of at uh, CRM Consultana and since 2012 the first and only MVP on Dynamics CRM in Sweden. Welcome Gustav Westerlund. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. It's a very warm warm welcome. How are you? I'm I'm very well. I'm very well. Uh, it's uh, it's been a it's been a nice day. It's uh it's now it's now it's evening here and I'm just uh just uh uh said good night to my to my kids. It's uh it's very nice. Okay. Um, yeah. Um your company name is a little bit hard for me to pronounce it in English. It uh, is, yeah, yeah. It how is. would you like to say it? I, I don't know how to say it in, in English. I've heard some serum consultant I <laughs> some it's uh Means the, the, the CRM consultants, uh, and uh, it's a uh, we 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 since we mainly focus on the Swedish market. Uh, at least when we started up the company, we uh, um, we 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 took took that name. Since uh, when you when you're looking for consultants in Sweden uh, for CRM, that's it's an easy find on Google uh, or or on Bing. Sorry, um, uh, Bing slash Google. Uh, Bing slash Google, yeah, or or maybe Alta Vista. Um, which nobody yeah. uses anymore. <laughs> no, no, nobody uh, does. But uh, so we—that's um, why we, why we chose the name because uh, we, we thought it would be would be a good good name to for for a company. Okay. Um, but but of course it's a, it's a bit it's a bit it's a bit hard in English. Uh, I think that people people will probably uh, will probably get by it. Yeah. We 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 use CRMK for short, so that's. Uh, that that works just fine in English too. Yeah, yeah. What kind of product are you doing right now? I was just uh, today. I was I was um, it was actually an old product that I have sort of re rewritten. Um, I have I have it on, I have it on my blog. I, I did it really. I think the first version of it was in maybe I think it's two thousand eight or something like that. Uh, it was a um, a custom workflow activity that uh, t- does a um, Takes a report and it um, it renders it as a, P- as a PDF and attaches it to an email, um, which is very useful for for a lot of things uh, where you just can see in any any anytime in a, in a workflow you can just render an, render a uh, any kind of report, uh, just pu- push some parameters into to, to this report, render it as a PDF and just attach it. And I had a customer who asked asking for that, and I had it actually made that. A couple of years ago, and uh, I told them, "Yeah, yeah, fine, you can have this." And um, and then I tried to find it, and um, oh, I, I, despite the fact that we have we have a very rigorous versioning system, and uh, I made it just when I started the company, and uh, <laughs> I had actually had time to set up the versioning system at that time, so I couldn't actually find the code. <laughs> okay. So I had to rewrite it, and uh, as we, as the saying goes, it's a lot easier the second time, and it actually was, and it got a lot better this time as well. So uh, that was what I was doing right now. So um, it's, um, and uh, I, I finished it today. So it's uh, now I got it well documented, and it's, uh, it's a, it's a, it's a good thing. Now the, the, the sad thing is that it's a, it's, you can't really make it work on C, on CRM Online though, because. You need to have access to the reporting services, web services, and uh, you can't you can't do that on online because those are hidden, uh, which is a bit sad. I think uh, it would be really nice to have that kind of feature on on CRM online. And we, we tried to do to to sort of get some kind of workaround for that, doing it via some kind of screen scraping or something like that. But it's it's um, it's very hard to do that. Uh, yeah, yeah, I've had had that same question, and and uh, that is a little bit hard. I have a question for you about that. How do you do with the 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 file names that they get generated from this uh, report? Uh, they kind of be quite tricky to to get uh, 
to get a good naming on the on the generated PDFs? On the name, on, uh, I choose the names so that they, they get Yeah, so the it's name. always the same name on every report. No, I, 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 I but I, that's something that's set set in the uh, as a parameter from the work from the, from the custom workflow activity. So I, I parameters that from the, from the custom workflow. Okay, so you take yeah. a parameter like cust account name and then yeah, uh, so what I, what it is and. Yeah, yeah. So, so you, that's some, that's one of the parameters that you put into the custom workflow activity. So, uh, so that that's you can set that up as just as, based on whatever you like. Okay. What, what you usually need is that's also you need some custom workflow activity that sort of has a concatenation of strings as well because that's something that's lacking in the standard workflow activities collection as well. As, as you might now notice. Yeah, so, I, uh, <laughs> I have noticed that. Uh, yeah, that yeah. can be a kind of a tricky one. Even yeah. though it's actually quite simple to do in just .NET. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's sort of making that as a first project for a custom workflow activity is quite. It's, it's a. It's not that many lines of code if you just get the sort of the framework of the custom workflow activity getting up and running. Uh, it's not that hard to do it, but it's. Uh, no. Uh, it's not. <laughs> but it's, uh, it's uh, the framework of the custom workflow activities can be a bit tricky to get 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 up and running though. But uh, yeah. But once you get them get them up and running, and uh, that 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 first that first one, just getting taking two strings and putting them together, or or three strings, yeah. that uh, it's uh, it's really quite useful actually. So, and it's very strange that it's not that it's not there from the beginning, I think. And there was some like in basic mathematics and then some other basic stuff, I think. For instance, the URL URL feature that just generates URLs is also something like that. I think it's yeah, perhaps the URL to that regarding an uh, object that you already have. Yeah, and, the, and a GUID generator, because you can't access GUIDs. Uh, that's something I'm really fed up with as well. But it's, uh... Oh, well. Yeah. How do you develop this uh, uh, custom activity? Do you develop it in the official tool that comes from Microsoft, and then you just right-click and deploy it? Or how do you do that? I'm, I'm, actually, I'm actually quite... Quite old-fashioned. Uh, well, I, this time I actually did it with the with the, with, the, with the toolkit from the SDK. But usually I'm quite old-fashioned. Um, uh, I since I when I used to, when I started up, I, there there wasn't any toolkits from it. I, you just had to have your classes. And I started I started developing for CRM in 1.2, and there wasn't anything at all. So you yeah you you couldn't even change the name to the entities. So you had to sort of Break open the entities and change the strings inside the DLLs to make to change the name of an entity. So um, that wasn't very good. Um, so that, that from based on that, I've sort of always started from that there was I haven't had any tools. So based on that, I've sort of always had to learn how to do it from the beginning. So I, I've, I've had like to have that kind of kind of control from what, what I'm doing. So. And the toolkit, but I think the toolkits are nice. They sort of help you out. So uh, in this in this time, I actually use the toolkit. So I think it's I think it's good. They they help you out. Yeah. And they get they 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 you you get some time and you they make sure that you get you get the right stuff in the right place. So I think that's it's nice. So you you mostly just use the the plugin registration tool and just goes with that. Yeah, but I'm, I'm I'm quite. I usually make my own sort of like deployment deployment scripts. Okay, that, that, so you have sort of a a post build step that you yeah, use, yeah. and when you build it, it automatically get deployed to. Yeah, I usually I, I usually have the plugin registration tool that that when I when I register it to disk, and then uh, then I have a, a post build step that that, that sort of uh, it's it recycles application pools. And then it it, it, it it's copies of the the DLLs to to the correct place. So, yeah, so it's not yeah. locked. No, so I make sure I make sure that everything's unlocked, and then I I, I, I overwrite the, the, the DLLs um, so that I'm yeah, and I do that as a post build step for the debug the debug settings. Yes, usually what I, I like to use I like to I like to use quite a lot of bypass just to sort of make sure that I'm not using too much uh, manual work because that's usually you usually that makes you error prone if you do that. And <laughs> yeah, and these are the kind of things that you do a lot if you do um, uh, 
development for Dynamics CRM. You, if you have a plugin or as you have now a custom workflow activity, you can do this round trip quite a lot of times before you get it right. So yeah, yeah. And the thing is that what what usually happens when you have this kind this kinds of this kind of, when you develop plugins and, and work, custom workflow activities and other similar stuff is that you if you don't do it correctly, you you, you often end up with sort of like you have you might not really replace the plugin properly and you, you might think that you have bugs that you really don't have <laughs> and you start you 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 you're sitting there pulling your hair out and, and you think that you're having bugs that you that, that are not really there because if you just replaced the the, the the DLL properly you would see that you actually corrected the bug <laughs> and and that's this is this can be really frustrating if if you're not if you're careful so i think that having Having re, being really sure that you're really replacing the the uh, the DLL properly is is really is really important. And I'm I usually I when I I usually have this sort of in in the, in the back of my head all the time when I'm developing sort of making if if I'm if I'm just a little bit sure unsure it, uh, has this has this DLL really been deployed properly? I usually check. I sort of like. Put something in there just to make sure that it's deployed properly. Just something small, <laughs> just like changing the name or something, and seeing has it really been is it is it really deployed now? <laughs> and then and then I and I deploy it again and then see okay did it change? <laughs> and then to, just to make sure because I've I've been I've been aware I, I once I was working with CM3 uh, and I was I actually I. I, I removed the DLLs. I replaced them, but still the old code was running. It was somewhere in some kind of memory cache, and I I ran the IIS reset. I did. I I I, I couldn't actually restart the server, but I, I I tried everything just to get it all get get the old code out. I don't I don't know why it was what 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 was happening it was some kind of memory cache somewhere was holding the old code. I don't know why it was happening, but all of a sudden the, the new code was started running and it was uh, really frustrating. And um, that's, that's kind of stuff that can happen sometimes. It's quite rare, but it sometimes happens. Yeah, and back in CRM3, the plugins were not even in the database. No, they weren't, no. no. And then, the, the, I mean, the data, the, be, being in the database, that also that can be even more confusing because then you're, you're not really sure you can't really be sure what's in the database that you use. Uh, <laughs> no, that's what uh, I was trying to say. That yeah, yeah, yeah. It's only on disk. You can see it. It's updated. It has yeah. a timestamp. It's there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you, you think so anyway. Yeah. <laughs> you think yeah. so. Well, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, so, I, I, you should be, you should, you should always be skeptical. That's why you should sort of, it's sort of good to have like, uh, just some kind of, um, like sometimes you just have a, some, if, if, if you, if you're careful, just having some kind of versioning things to make sure that you update the version. Just make sure that okay, you know how okay, build number or something like that, so that you're sure that okay, now we change the build number. Can we see the build number? Can we make sure that we're that this is really even updated? Um, so that for, that's the same thing for JavaScript, so you know, so so that for instance, for since you have the caching of the browsers. Did, are we really running the correct version of this JavaScript, or are we running? Has the browser cached this from, for some reason? <laughs> you never, especially when you're running uh, web resources with with like uh, HTML or uh, HTML pages with JavaScript inside them, or HTML pages that that have other web resources with JavaScript in them, and so on. And then you you really don't know if they really if they really sort of pull the new JavaScript into them that you have redeployed and so on. You, you're, not, you're not really sure. So trying to have like, like just having some, some test variables will build, will build numbers and to make sure that you're running the real, so you can, you can check which number, which versions you're running so that you can, you can be really sure by just going into the console and checking. It's, it's yeah. You try to put, uh, to, to press control F5 really hard and then it works. Yeah, but but you you, you try and you, you still hope and and, and and but it's all it's always nice just to, to to quickly to quickly be sure. Can you if you always know that you have a version you have a variable that that sort of is the build number and you can just yeah you can just go into the console and just see it. Out, output it and you can, you can check it. See yeah, it. that's that's yeah. nice. 
Um, so do you have a dedicated environment just for developer or do you have a shared for like uh, each customer that you have or uh, we have depend, depends on what the customer pays for actually okay uh, if, if the customer uh, has a support agreement with us they they can they can choose if they want a if they want a dedicated if they want their own environment that we that we maintain uh, if they if they pay for that they, they have they can have that of course uh, if they don't pay for that, we 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 um, will put we'll 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 set set one up as we as we need one. Okay. Um, uh, otherwise, we have uh, sort of like shared uh, lab environments and um, so that that we use. And then we also have um, each each developer has has local local dev dev, dev environments as well. So yeah, because they, if you have a. a perhaps a, a little bit bigger product and you might step on each other's toes yeah yeah i think i think the develop dev environments and, and also the I, I usually say that you need up these a there's like at least five roles in a in a in a normal in a crm product you need, you need to fill at, at least five roles and and that's the production environment the, the uat environment the user acceptance the test environment the the, edu the training environment and the, and, the and the development environment, and then you're not really say, talking about the uh, the individual developer environments. Uh, so you, you need to sort of and for for a sort of like a fully parallelized uh, um, project, you need to have have these all of these five environments okay. se se separated. But what you what you can do is you can sort of start start to sort of put these environments together. For for instance, if you if you start sharing, for instance, the test and training environment, put them into one into one machine, having them having them share, share machine, then you can of course do that. But that that means that in the project you can't do training at the same time as you do test. Um, so you have to, the project manager has to sort of uh, take that into consideration. That okay, we are now this during these two weeks we're doing training, so you can't do tests. Oh yeah, sure. And we have to pre prepare for training one week before, so you can't do test that in that week either. Uh, okay, yeah. so we have to sort of allocate the training environment or training slash test environment uh, to to different parts of the project, um, and, and and that might be fine um, in certain projects and certain other projects that's not fine. Um, yeah. And then uh, and then of course you can also mix the UAT environment with the test environment, which is very common, of course, if you have just one test environment. And when you do that, you that means that the customer can do acceptance testing, um, but but they can't do acceptance testing on one on one, for instance, one uh, sprint while you're while you are while you're in ter while the development team is doing testing on the next sprint. Um, or yeah, depending on how you work. If you were trying, if you're trying to work in really parallelized um, projects, you might have the customer doing UAT testing on on one part of the project, and then, do, then you might have a team, your team, testing um, the next part or, or some other fix or something, so that you're testing other, one part and they're do, doing UAT on one part. So you want to separate this, separate those from each other. Um, so that you're, you're not, you're not, you don't want to mix them. Yeah. Uh, how, how many of these environments are at your customers, and how many do you usually have on your site? I would say that uh, that, that 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 really, that really depends on what how, how complex the environments or how complex the customers' situation is. If they have an integrated situation, they need all. They 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 would. I I, I, I don't say I, I don't really wouldn't really call them environments. I would call them roles, environmental roles, because what what they are is that you really what what you really need is that you need to define that okay we're having these five roles and we need to put them into environments. Okay, that uh, makes sense. Yeah. So you, you you need to sort of you need to talk to the customer and say okay we have these five roles. Where do you want to put them? <laughs> Uh, which which environments do you want to put them in? Okay, we want to have production in one environment. We want to put all the other five or four roles in that environment, in that in that in that server as well. That will put, and then then if they if they say yes, then they 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 they, they make an active choice of doing that, and then that will they will sort of you can discuss the consequences of that choice with them, and yeah. that's that that will sort of 
then then you have a good discussion. You can have a good discussion. If they they usually won't, don't won't, don't want to do that, yeah. so they they will probably have a test environment, and then you can start start discussing with them. Okay, you maybe they do have a test UAT and the training environment in one environment. Yeah, and, and yeah. by server you mean organization instance in Dynamics CRM, or do you prefer them separately, completely separate? By I would say completely separate in this case. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. In the, a production machine, I would, I, I'm in, in a production environment is quite holy to me. Uh, yeah, I'm, me too. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, you when might want to try to upgrade your test environment. Yeah, yeah. Update rollup, next yeah. one, next yeah. update rollup, and that requires a separate SQL server, SQL yeah. server. Yeah, of course. So totally agree. Totally agree. So, so you, yeah, of course, you have one. Have, uh, you want to have, and I would, I would say that the, the like the, the normal, the normal, the sort of um, a quite normal setup would be a one production environment, a a test environment, a sort of combination of the test, the UAT, and training environments. Having those three roles put into one server, that's mm-hmm. quite common. And then having one centralized development development environment at the customer's site, and that's usually because you want to have that at the customer site because they might have integrations. And when you're having integrations, you want to have those. You want to have a separate, a complete, complete integration layer, the, the complete setup of their of their system in the integration. So they have, for instance, if they're having Dynamics AX. Um, uh, as, a, as, a, as the ERP system, you want to have a development version of Dynamics AX integrated to the, to the development ver- version of the Dynamics CRM, um, so that you can you can do the development uh, the development of the integration properly. And then, if you do want to change anything, you can do that on the development part of that. And then, you, when you're sort of done with that, you can move that to test, and you can test that. And then when the testing is complete, you can move that to production. So you want those to, those three to be complete in their entirety. So that they're, they're not just, they're not just like separate small islands because that's, that wouldn't be, that wouldn't be complete. You want to have that in, in, in not just one server or one system you want them to be the entire environment of servers. Okay. So, so you do you connect them to the same active directory also? So you just have. One Active Directory that's the that's same good, for everything. That's a, that's a good question. <laughs> that's a very good question. Uh, I think that's. I think that the the optimal part, optimal optimal answer to that would probably be no. Uh, I think that you probably would, would don't want to have them in the same Active Directory. However, um, you want you probably would want to have sort of like a separate Active Directory for each of them. However, that's quite uncommon. Uh, to have that, because in in a separate active directory, you can, for instance, try out uh, upgrade up, upgrading different parts of the active directory, as that's also part of the integral uh, composite system that you're working with. So yeah, for it's, instance, it's all connected. It's all connected, yeah. So if you, for instance, if you if you're moving to the next version of CRM and you might want to upgrade your active directory federation services from 2.0 to 2.1. You want, you might want to see, does this affect our exchange? Uh, yeah. yeah. So you want you, and, and then you want the exchange to be in this development part as well. So you can see, does, how, how does this affect it? So you want all of your environments, all your systems to be in the development part of this. So you can, you can see what kind of effects this has. Yeah. Uh, so, so. When you when you do when you're lifting this, or you can maybe maybe you do that in testing, huh? but at least you have to have you have to have have a good I think a good strategy about this. You can't just sort of do it ad hoc, and then uh, you have to think about it before. Do you take this discussion together with the customers, or do you usually just give a recommendation and and or how? That depends on where, where on when I when when I'm consulted. Uh, okay. When 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 I when when they ask about when I'm consulted in, in these kinds of matters, of course I do that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, I try. To, I try. I usually try to try to get get their attention on these kinds of matters. So, but the problem is that usually when when they when I'm consulted, I we usually 
a bit too late, and they're usually we usually consulted on on, on very specific Sierra matters. Sierra matters. It's not the uh, they're sort of like okay, we want to do this thing in Sierra. How how do we do that? Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. It's, uh, so so it's uh, it, and it's it's. Of course, when we're coming into to sort of like a, a large a large quote, and, and we we we're doing we're offering a large quote, and the th thing is that as I'm running a small business now, we're usually not that often part of large quoting. When I was when I was working for for Logica now 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 CGI, I was more often part of larger larger proposals. Um, nowadays, we're, do, we're doing some partnering with, lar with larger companies to to be oh. part of large, larger larger proposals, but that's not this. Not not that common anymore as it was at, at, at those days, but but okay. um, so. how many people are you on a typical project of yours? That depends because we have we have quite different kinds of projects. We have our we have some we we have we have, we have the customers that we have that are our own customers. They they typically quite quite small because my company is not that big. Yeah. Uh, but we also do quite a lot of subcontracting. Uh, that we we are, we are partners to many of the, of the larger CRM, CRM consultancies in Sweden. Um, that and, and they subcontract us, so we are part of many of, of their businesses. Uh, so, so that means that we are part of many of the larger um, larger. Um, okay. The question was because um, when we come to to scripting our company that i work for we usually have to like have everyone in the same room if we have a only a dedicated uh, environment per customer for development because if we try to upload a script and there are multiple people working on the same script it usually kind of gets on each other's toes so how do you work around that uh, on the script side uh, you, you mean in in in, so in the JavaScript or in C sharp or in, in JavaScript? I think I think that you sort of you sort of have to be quite strict about versioning uh, and version control, and you have to have you have to sort of uh, that's that's the first part of it, and the second part of it is that you have to you have to think about when when you're do, sort of delegating different parts of the projects so so that you. The product manager and the architect of the, of the project has to be have to have to be quite strict about, okay, who's who's doing what now? Okay, John, you you're doing what? Are, what are we doing today? You're doing so I'm, you're I'm slicing the cake quite delicately. Yeah, and I think that's the architect's responsibility to sort of have, to sort of the, the, the solution slash system architect's role here is to sort of be be, be responsible for 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 holding pieces together here. Okay. Um, so it's it's not up to it's not really up to the to the, to the developers themselves. It's the, the architects whose 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 role is to to sort of make sure that this works. Okay. Um, so, so do you 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 mentioned earlier that you have version control. So the master for the script when you go for example from dev to test, is it TFS or is it you just export your solution that you have or? I think that this is something that that I've been discussing quite a lot, and I with, with some other people, and and uh, one of the people that that I've, I've taken some quite quite a lot of influences is Sean MacArthur from ADX Studios, and he's been developing a, a, quite a, a elaborate system for this, um, and he his uh, the reason for that is that they are developing. Quite a large ISV solution for this. Uh, for, for I can like only this. imagine from them. Yeah, and, and they have like oh, I think it's they have they have somewhere around um, for each developer they have about thirty eight solutions, uh, thirty eight organizations that they need to uh, deploy that they need to have on each each developer's machine, um, and so what they they are. His his point is that you have to have the 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 version control system needs to be master of everything. Um, that's the only way that's going to work. They've tried the other way around; it doesn't work. See, this the solution management of CRM is not strong enough for anything else. Um, so you have to have 
the version, this, the, the version control system uh, that, that you're using, see a TFS or subversion or whatever, has to be the master of um, of it all. That, that's the only way it's going to work. Otherwise, you're sort of it's it's it's, it's the only way. Um, so you have to you have you have to set up routines, strict routines, and you have to stick to them about how to handle. Uh, Okay, then, and, and if you have, for example, TFS, you can say, oh, we have exclusive checkouts on, on these yeah. resources, and then you get around the other problem that we had earlier, that only one can work at a single item, because otherwise yeah. you get yeah. problems. Yeah, and then you can, you can also, if, if, you, if, you, if you set up, if you, if you use, for instance, it has a ALM toolkit that he has for CRM, or there, there are similar other toolkits around, um, or you can build your build build similar yourself. Um, you can have scripts that, that automatically builds your that you, you have a sort of like a clean CRM, and then you just sort of like a, the, what what he does with his toolkit is that you he 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 pulls down he pulls, he updates into the entire uh, versioning tree, and then he 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 just sort of like he has a clean CRM. Uh, and then he sort of like just builds the entire organization structure in Serum based on the versioning, okay. uh, the the current versioning tree. So he uh, the entire the versioning the version system contains the entire structure that's the current structure of the of the of their of their the current states that they need for the development of their entire systems of their so all of their thirty eight organizations that they need they that that's part of their. So customizations also then. Yeah, yeah, correct. And uh, sample data. And sample data. Uh, that's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> that's so. a lot. So, so for example, with customizations, how do you do? You do it. Do you have a plugin that works on on the CRM system that when you publish a customization, it automatically goes in the background and checks in these customizations or do you do it manually or we the thing is that we 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 don't we haven't really uh we haven't we don't have that kind of need at the moment uh as as they do okay i, th I think it i think adx studios and shana carter he he they they have another they have their need is so much larger than ours um so we we are currently working uh, more or less manually based on we're using Subversion uh, currently because that would, okay. we find we find Subversion to be a more lightweight version system than TFS and that that, that fits our need at, at the moment. So we 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 have that as a master for for our our versioning and that that the, the, what we what we feel about that is that it's, it's it, and then, then we sort of we more or less manually to work with that, and um, sort of make sure that that's uh, that's updated all the time. And then, and then. So do you do the the customizations? You check them in manually from time to time, then. Yeah, yeah. We take we 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 we, we pull out them uh, on a daily time. basis, or or yeah, less well, or more often. No, we we take we take we we pull them out when we do when we're doing major changes to. Uh, we're doing we're doing changes that are usually what we what we are what we're doing is that we are having one we we're sort of assigning one person to be responsible for sort of like the the architecture of the, the customer so that it's not going we can't we can't have can't have anarchy in the in the architecture of the customer because that's then then you it's going going to be very it's very very strange system you have to have somebody who has like a master plan for this. For the, for this for the customer, um, so we usually have one person that's, that's responsible for okay this is this is this is the idea what what we're trying to build it for the customer, okay. and so so that's the person who's responsible the architect, and so if somebody has an idea of what, what what's going to happen here then then that has to go through the architect and then there are more does the, the architect gives the approval for that and then 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 we do that, um, so I think that that's that, and then so that that makes up for it. then you know when you need to update. So it's it's not it's not going to be happening. It's sort of it's a bit bureaucratic, but I think that that also makes sure that you, you, things are not happening without them being there being a good reason for it. I've I've seen too much too many strange 
strange solutions you see are happening because of people thinking they think they have they have a good understanding of how to how to build good information models without have without really doing it <laughs> well okay. without really having that kind of skill and and that, that the effect of that being that uh, you I, me having to rip, rip the information model up or rebuilding it and then having to migrate the data doing internal 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 data migrations from from the from the old model to the new to sort of fit what the customers will need and and that's maybe sometimes without being being able to, to, to charge the customer for this for yeah all, that, all that this was time. my next question because when you do that kind of work it can be a quite hard selling point for the customers but yeah, what yeah. do we gain? Oh well, you we gain have, what you have. Yeah, yeah. Of course, they, 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 maybe, maybe you have just have to do that because, yeah. because, the, because the customer has, you have you have to have some kind of pride in what in your in what you yeah. what you what you're doing. In, in yeah. Your, in, in your in, in your profession, I think that's. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So, how do you feel about this official tool? The, the plugin to Visual Studio, I mean, now from Microsoft, it's kind of okay, but only for small. Yeah, what do you feel about it? Well, I, I, I to, be, to be truthful, I, I haven't used it that much. Um, I think that uh, you really should, you really should know what you're doing, and I think that the the good thing about tools is that they can help you out, at least, especially in the beginning, so that you can sort of get get up and running. Um, but after the, after a while, you really should you should really start trying to try to understand what what what's really happening, and what 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 what's the tool really building. And I think that that might be one of the problems with with many tools and many of these like uh, project builds that you have in, in Visual Studio that that sort of they may generate huge amounts of code for you and you don't really know what's happening there's like lots of magic behind behind the scenes and uh yeah and i'm think... more thinking about comparison with uh, for example sharepoint they have a great perhaps not official support but at least um uh, support from 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 forums and, and stuff like that that have developed a lot of tools for example, deploying single project and deploying this and deploying that and attaching to to iOS directly from Visual Studio and that's not really there, I think, from for for dynamic CRM. Do you think that's that's on the map or do you think that's just unfortunate yeah. you have to do it yourself and it's kind of half manual? I think the problem is that the, the solution solution architecture CRM is, is is really lacking a lot of functionality at the moment. There's lots there they have the solution architecture that that's there is is quite is, is quite good. It's 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 it's, it's, it's really um, it's, there's there's a lot of good uh, there was was quite quite a lot quite a lot of good ideas there. They there's a, there's a good Intention in it when when they were building when they were building it they tried to build a solution a solution architecture to sort of fit the sort of like a marketplace uh, I, I don't I don't like to swear but like app store thing um, <laughs> um, where you can sort of like an architecture where you can sort of like buy a, a a program or like an add on and it would just install and, and it would just work with, together with everything else that you had. You can the, click it, try it, buy it. Yeah, yeah, that kind of solution. And the problem with that, that kind of architecture, but the, the problem with that is that when you're doing that, for instance, for a phone, and, and you, what you, what the, you're, not, you're not sharing data models, you're not sharing, um, you, the, you just share, maybe you're just, you, you might not even be sharing, you might be time sharing a microphone. <laughs> At, at most, um, so it's 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 not it's not it's not at, at all that, that complex of a problem that that you have in CRM. The you, what you're, you're trying to share fields almost, uh, uh, or share and sharing data models. So the the, the the problem is a lot more complex on on a, on a, on the on an information level. So I think that 
they, and they they haven't they haven't really solved it. The sort of like the the, the architectural sort of problem here of how how should you how how can we sort of and yeah I agree with you that it is a much harder problem if you compare it to ordinary apps on yeah. a cell phone on a smartphone. But do you think that that's a problem that can be solved and will be solved, or? I'm not sure. I, I'm not sure. I think it's. I think it's. It's. It's a. It's a really hard nut to crack because it's. Um, um, because the problem is that if you have like four four different four different solutions four different uh, solutions that many solutions that you install uh, and they 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 change the system in different ways and then you sort of like pull out the middle one. And and they, what's going to happen to the system? What's the, what's the deterministic way? That's what's 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 the sort of expected way the system is going to react to this? And and sort of what it's 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 it's, it's a very hard way to look at this. And um, there is some there are some ways that I, I know that for instance Sean MacArthur he has he has some really good way good 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 uh, sort of ideas around this, but it's really. It's very, it's a very, very complex question and really complex way of solve uh, of uh, problem of how to solve this. I, I think that um, really, really, they really, really should put some really good praise to it. And I'm not sure that mine is good enough. Um, at least I, maybe, I, maybe I, I need, to, I need to think about it a lot more. And I think, I don't think that I maybe not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trained enough in, the, in that kind of. That kind of uh, that kind of uh, problem skills. solving. That yeah. kind of skills, anyway, because that's that's that has has to do with really, really, really complex kind of information molding and. Yeah. So so you work mostly with um, with the um, unmanaged solution. I can tell them. Yeah. I, I, well, I think that what I try to do is that when I. When when we're working in projects, my my general rec general recommendation is to work with unmanaged solutions um, because I've seen some really horrible uh, uh, solutions when uh, systems when which have had managed solutions and the customer have just been totally bogged down with it and they haven't they haven't been they've been working for like a year trying to get out of it and they have had Microsoft support trying to help them out for a year and they haven't been able to get it, get out of it. And uh, so it's uh, it's it's horrible. Uh, it can be a mess. It can be a real mess. And uh, man, I mean, this one, this this system that I'm thinking about is really extreme. Um, they, they 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 as customer, they did some really bad things to their system. Um, but so most most often, even in the times where you sort of have circular uh, dependencies, which is one of the more one of the more problematic. Time Ooh, you can get into those. Yeah, yeah, you can get into those uh, circular dependencies. Um, that's one of the more problematic ones, <laughs> um, mm -hmm. and that's uh, that. That means when you have circular dependencies in managed solutions, that means that you can't uninstall one easily. <laughs> there are ways to get out of those, though, but but uh, you have to uh, you have to know what you're doing, <laughs> and but perhaps just, call support. Yeah. Yeah, perhaps <laughs> that's not that might not even be be, be, uh, be yeah, and have a partner and not do things that you don't know what you're doing. Yeah, and I think that the problem is that you usually have two managed solutions that are quite small, and then you sort of, they sort of grow into each other, uh, both of them, and then you sort of have two managed solutions that are that are have circular dependencies. Um, that that can that that's usually the way that they that you get circular circular dependencies with with two managed solutions. So my general, since that can happen, and you have to first of all, if you're doing managed managed solutions, you have to be really careful about this. Uh, you have to know what you're doing and really try to sort of avoid that kind of problem. And and um, and the, since this the. Uh, you have to think about why do we want to have managed solutions? What's what kind of reason do we want? Why what kind of feature about managed solutions? Is it, what, why do we want that? And usually people say that we want managed solutions because we don't want the the um, the, uh, the the customer to go in and mess with our solutions, uh, with our customizations. But this is a 
if you're doing a project for a, for a customer, my, I would say that if, if you don't want them to mess with, with, with your customizations, just give them roles that don't allow them to do customizations. Yeah, and tell them. And tell them. <laughs> you, you, you should have perhaps a good relationship with a customer that you can trust them with their own system, or? Yeah, yeah. But maybe that's sometimes I've, I've tried to tell people and they still mess with the system. But at least. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, so maybe, maybe maybe that doesn't work all the time either. But <laughs> perhaps um, not. <laughs> maybe maybe you tell their IT IT people and you and then then maybe some other guy he gets too many he gets some people some some person gets too too many too much too much exercise anyway and uh, then he goes and do, do, does bad things. However, I think that but what you what you can do is that you can give people roles that they don't have um, they don't don't have customization rights, so they can't do customizations and you can do that by security roles. Yeah, you can. Yeah, so why not do that? And then, then you don't have an issue with it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So yeah, that's one way of definitely solving it. And it's it's uh, I think and the the thing is that if you do that and then you have and then you if so if that's the reason I think you should always think think about why you're doing stuff. You shouldn't just do it by but because somebody told you to. <laughs> think about it. Um, and. Uh, I know that Microsoft say say that Microsoft say that you you should be using managed solutions, and I but there are some other very very uh, people thought a lot about this that say you shouldn't, <laughs> like for instance Sean MacArthur. And uh, um, yeah, if so, you are on the marketplace, do you have to have a managed solution? Yeah, yeah, that's the that's that's one of the times when you when when you should have managed solutions if you're doing IC solutions. Um, then, um, because that's that's not then you're not in a project. No, no, you're not. You're not working to a specific customer to no. their specific needs. No. So if you're doing if you're doing a product, like for instance, we have, we are we have a, we have a couple of products in the, on the marketplace, um, and you 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 you're packaging it to to sell that product to the market to to the to the, to the on the marketplace. Um, then you should have. Uh, then you should, of course, uh, package it as, as a managed solution, because that's the way you handle it. Um, the problem there, there are some. There can be some really interesting pro problems with that, because then you you might want to have some really good installations instructions, and you might also have want to have very very interesting upgrade instructions with that as well. Because uh, yeah. Yeah, I can only imagine. Okay, I have another question for you. What has stomped you for more than five minutes? Stomped me? Yeah, when you, you're developing and uh, you have uh, some kind of problem. What what problem have halted your development for more than five minutes? When I started, when I was working with, with uh, CRM, when I started working with CRM 2011 and I started working with the custom workflow activities and I was working with the uh, there was no. It was just. It was just when it came out, and I started working with the with the properties. Or, you know the, uh, the dependence properties in the uh, custom workflow activities. Uh, so the parameters. Yeah, input uh, output. Yeah, yeah. And I was trying to read that kind of the, the data from them. I uh, just get, getting the data from them, and I couldn't understand why uh, how why I couldn't just get the data. And then finally, I understood that you had to have execution context as a parameter to the get <laughs> to method. the get method. Yeah, yeah. And I, it took it took me like half a day just to get to, to understand that. And I was I was like, I, I was so was I was so fed up with it, and I couldn't find anywhere where I, I, took, I couldn't find any blogs and any forums. No good it. examples back then. No, no, no it's nothing. <laughs> That's usually the problem. No examples, or they don't exist, or they're wrong, or there yeah. are no documentations or stuff like that. Yeah, so that was that was that was that was one thing that they really really got me fed up. <laughs> but there was uh, you know, but the, the thing is that I've I've always been when I when I was been, I've been working I, I always been there's nobody I've rarely had anybody who's been sort of my my senior in development in, C, in CRM. So I've never had anybody to ask. <laughs> So I've I've always I've been nobody, it's been nobody to sort of lean back on and sort of 
oh, can you help me out with this? So I've always just had to fix it. So I think that's... Uh, Go to the forums and, and ask other MVPs. Yeah, of course, yeah, yeah, I, I can do that. And, uh, since I've been an MVP now, uh, now I, have, uh, I actually have some, some quite good connections to the other MVPs, so I can ask them. And, and that's that, of course, that's that's very valuable. But I think that I've learned a lot just by not having anybody to ask. Yeah, uh, and making uh, a mistake. Yeah, and then this, of course, if you if you don't have anybody to ask, you just have to fix it. The customer has they're sitting there and they depend on you. They you have to fix it. So, yeah. well, just have to do it. Yeah. Okay. Yes. What's your next challenge? Uh, my next challenge, uh, I I have I had I had a I'm working working with a customer who's working with with uh, iScala uh, iScala CRM and that's a version of I, of Microsoft CRM uh, that's been adapted as an integration to iScala. And uh, it's um, uh, I'm I'm trying to find a diplomatic way of saying that they can make it better. Uh, I can't find it. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, Some and, kind uh, of a political challenge. Well, it's um, it's um, it, it would have been it would have been very nice if they followed Microsoft's instructions on how to make supported customizations. <laughs> okay. Uh, especially since they are a large American company, a uh, software developer, and they are making a, a standardized integration product. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I'm so so I'm I'm working with that a bit now, and uh, it's uh, also something that's um, it's uh, we have a customer who's working with that that, and uh, they need help, and uh, it's not many people that who want to touch that because it's um, it's it's hard and it's messy. Uh, but the customer need they need help, and then somebody has to help them. So we we uh, I have a policy that I never back down. Uh, I somebody is that has, a challenge? Well, I, I never I never back down, but I, I, I of course I, of course I, I charge for my time and I yeah of course of course but yeah, yeah. and I I know I might I might also uh, take some time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, but I, I won't I won't back down. I won't back down for. for for something difficult now, I won't. No, okay, that's good to know. That's good to know. It is a it is a challenge, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thank you very much, Gustav, for your participation in okay. CRM Rocks. Huh? No problem. Very nice to be part of it. Yeah, and thank you who are listening, and don't forget that you can comment on crmrocks.com. See you next time on CRM Rocks. <laughs>